Hello, St. Matthews United Methodist Church, and the rest of you who are joining us online. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. Pastor Kelly. Yeah, Pastor Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Jesus is here, too. Um, Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, We didn't do one last week, uh, because... Me. It had something to do with me. I don't remember. I think it had to do with VBS. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have Vacation Bible School. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Vacation Bible School. It was a great week. It was was packed, but it was a great, great week. I love VBS. I love it every year. Yeah. I still have the song stuck in my head, but that's good. Yeah, Kelly's (laughs) been singing it a lot. My son, uh, it's been been pretty fantastic. Uh Um, Yeah, I, I I still don't think I've recovered from VBS. And like, I didn't even do anything. I just took pictures. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And then then the rest of my week was like crazy too. We had we had stuff going on Saturday. We had small group stuff going on Saturday, and then we went downtown and fed the homeless on Sunday too. So mm-hmm. it was like it was jam packed. Mm-hmm. And then I came in Monday and tore apart my office, which we're not going to talk about. Um, but anyway, um, uh, as always, great sermon Sunday, Dave. Exodus 17, 1 through 7, water from the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, this involves like a stick, right? <laughs> a staff. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. A, 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 a staff stick, a stick staff. Uh, yeah, why don't you walk us through a little bit of that? Yeah, I love this passage. It's it's, um, But it's one of those things where there's a miracle uh, that is part of the passage that draws our attention sometimes. And I think if we allow our attention to be drawn to the miracle... and I feel this way often in Scripture. You know, the miracles are there to point to God. Mm-hmm. And if we fixate on the miracles, then we're missing a lesson about God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and 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 that kind of will skew the way we live our lives and, and the way we practice our faith, because it'll make us start just expecting and looking for miracles. <gasps> and... I have a question. Okay. I have a question already. I have okay. a question. Yay. Okay. This one wasn't even in the notes. Uh, so, so no, that's fantastic. Yeah. So we, so we can fixate on this like supernatural occurrence or this really intense miracle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think sometimes too, there's like a, it's not just that we wait expectantly or we like just look for the, the big, like, you know, party of the Red Sea moment, but then we also try to manufacture the environment to have it happen again. <laughs> Uh, totally, yeah. Oh. And, and then we kind of set ourselves up for disappointment when, oh, there's not another miracle. Well, because God does the miracles <laughs> right. when God decides to do the miracles. Right, right, it's not, right. there's no formula. That's right. I said it. So like, no, no, no. I, already. Bye. We'll see you next week. Like, chew on that. No, I think that's, oh man, that's so good. That's so good. I wasn't even expecting us to touch on this. Uh, no, because because the thing is, right, like, and, and we're going to, man, we're going to expand on this the whole time today. But, but, but. Uh, Did you listen to the sermon? Yes, but forget it. Uh, just kidding. It was so good, y'all. We're going to talk about it anyway. But, but no, but I think that that is a, and this kind of plays out in this passage as well mm-hmm. is, you know, they're not coming out of like, they're not uninitiated with the power of God. Like, like this is post plagues. <laughs> this is, this is God has come back to the Jewish people is, is got them out. The Red Sea has happened. And now like, there's this really cool other thing that happens. But I, I think too, like just modern day context and in my own experience and people that I've, I know, right. And I've been in in faithful relationships with as well. Is you know, there's sometimes that temptation and that danger, right, to build something or to formula make it formulaic, where 
if I do this, this, and this, or I'm worthy here, here, and here, or I'm perfect, like, if I work hard enough over here, then, like, X will be the result, and it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. So, not to be discouraging or to be rude or to be mean, and if you turn us off now, fine, but, like, understand, <laughs> understand, <laughs> please don't, but what I'm, what I'm trying to get at, I think, more is, is that God is very much in love with us wants to do really cool crazy stuff but understand that like the miracles cannot be manufactured oh no you know god is going to do them when god does them mm -hmm. and if they do or don't happen that doesn't mean that god loves you more or less that's not that's not what's happening here cool okay <laughs> coffee <laughs> So anyway, so I don't think this passage is meant for us to fixate on the miracle. <laughs> no more triggers there. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> uh, and, and if you because if you read the passage and you really realize what's going on there, it, it I think its function leads us somewhere else. Mm. Um, the passage, first of all, it happens the, the, the rock where the staff is struck and and the water comes out is at Horeb. Mount Horeb. And uh, if you remember back, that's where Moses uh, had the burning bush kind of moment with God. So it was the place where Moses learned about who God was, learned about God's call for him, learned about the power of God. This is a place of of uh, deep reverence and a, a, a kind of a mile marker, uh, you know, a high point in Moses's life. Right. And I think we come back to that place and that expectation is there now for the people. Mm. You know, Moses had this burning bush experience, uh, experience there, um, and, uh, an experience of God there. And so the people are now in the same place and there's that expectation mm -hmm. that they're going to now learn about the power of God. They're going to learn about what, how God is calling them to be. They're going to learn about, um, you know, the, 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 the desire of God, mm -hmm. uh, for them specifically. And so, um, you know, that being that we're back in horror brings with it all of these expectations and all of these memories and, and uh, uh, of how God, you know, worked in for Moses and then now will work for the people. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's, that, there's that piece. Uh, the other piece that I think reinforces that and you know, um, uh, uh, message is that uh, the, the passage talks about the staff that Moses has and not and a stick not the staff. The, the, well they're both I guess <laughs> um, uh, and it talks about Moses taking the staff and then it says this is the staff that touched the Nile you know remembering when he touched the Nile and the Nile turned to blood and then we can expand on that and it's the staff that was used in several of the plagues it was you know the the gnats and the and the frogs and and all of those things. It's the staff that um, you know Moses used to to lift above the waters of the Red mm -hmm. Sea and that that parted the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. So the, the naming the staff and the using of the staff then to strike the to strike the rock with, uh, just in itself is a reminder that God mm -hmm. has been present and has used that staff uh, that's in right. Moses' hand and has used it for all these different things. So it's a, it's a symbol of God's power. It's a symbol of God's presence. It's a symbol of of all of that. Right. Um, and so, you know, in using that, God is reminding the people that God has worked in their presence. 
Mm. Um, you know, it's not about the stick. Uh, it's it's, so we, a, it's about the power of God. So quick question. Uh-huh. So we're not supposed to go worship the stick. Not the stick. Don't go bow in reverence but, to the holy stick. <laughs> but, but seeing the stick is meant to, to bring to mind yep. the work of God and, mm. and the faithfulness of, the, of God for this people who are now wandering in the desert and are now thirsty. Right. Um, and so once again, the, the staff is used uh, to fulfill you know, the, the, the God's promise and to care for the people of God. Right. Um, at the end of the passage, um, there's the naming of the place and those things are always significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the naming is really about, uh, the question, well, is God present with us? Mm. Um, and so of course the answer is yes. And these other things kind of point to, well, God has always been with us and God will continue to care for us and God will continue to be with us. Um, and so this passage, while there is a, you know, the, the miracle of the water coming from the rock for me, this is really, a, a story about how God is reminding the people of all of the times that God has been there, all of the times that God has walked, mm-hmm. worked th- for them, uh, and provided for them. And it's a way of saying, and this will always be the case. Mm. I will always be present with you. Um, and to me, that's the power of this this particular story. Right. It's not that uh, uh, the power is not so much the miracle. Uh, you know, the lesson is not for us to go pounding, you know, rocks with sticks and and hoping for a miracle to to come from them. Uh, the 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 power for us is saying, well, where has God worked in our lives? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can if we can identify those places and those times, then perhaps the next time we run into a crisis moment, mm-hmm. we can be have some kind of assurance that God's going to work again, some way, somehow, right? Uh, and will carry us through that next crisis, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a powerful story not not in that there's a miracle involved but in that 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 power of presence um that was with the people uh the israelites in the in the wilderness is with can be with us today people of faith as we live our lives right so you're saying don't go outside and just start hitting stuff <laughs> man me and me and my uh, son I are gonna guess, be outside you outside the church just smacking trees you, you can you, know, you like, can do that i want i want sour patch kids you know uh nah nah but yeah i think uh man there's a lot you just said so how do we let's unpack some of this stuff so i think um i i guess first right like the the importance of um, at least for me, miracles like one of the the struggles right with scripture when when something profound and unexplainable happens. There's this innate part of me that's like, how do I explain it? How do I understand it? How do we replicate it? How do we make it happen again? And it's like you can't. Like that's not. So I get super fixated on this thing that I can barely understand anyway, and I don't I don't always latch on to the things that are meant to be kind of not like completely understood. But I think are definitely concepts that are like, oh, there's a principle there. Oh, there's a concept there. Oh, like I can take that and use that mm-hmm. and like apply mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so the the miracle, wonderful, yeehaw. Um, <laughs> apparently, they said yeehaw in, in Exodus. <laughs> yeehaw! Uh, you imagine? Is, is that from the Hebrew? Moses is like, yeehaw! Um, you know. Uh, so, um, so the stick isn't isn't what's powerful and important. It's just a stick. 
or it's just a staff, right? Like it's just a, it, it's a, and I also love like the, the imagery of that too, of like, you know, in any kind of art depiction, right? Like oftentimes it's got like a super cool curve on it oh, or like it's, it's, it's super polished a, it's or whatever. It's always a cool stick. And for, for me, sure. I'm like, this thing's probably like, you know, it's got blood on it. Like it's probably like kind of gnarled and weird looking and it's really ordinary, right? Like it's that, you know, um, but anyway, so, um, uh, so it's not, we're not worshiping the stick <laughs> or we're not, we're not fixated on the miracle. I think something that's important about the story too, and you, you kind of touched on this is, you know, where God is at, you know, who God is and what God's up to. Right. And I think that, um, you know, it's, it's very obvious as we're reading this, that like, oh, God didn't leave. And their really difficult circumstance, again, is not a reflection of if God is with and or loves them or, you know, God didn't bail. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I think that's a really important part Mm -hmm. to point out, too, is, you know, to what you're saying more towards the end of that is, you know, if we look around, right, or personally, right, like maybe somebody's got something going on where, like, everything they look around at is like, you know, the walls are closing in and it's really difficult or tough. Um, and they don't have a cool stick. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's kind of like, oh no, like, did I do something that I shouldn't have done? Like, did I, is God mad at me as, um, and I'm here to say like, and I think kind of what you're tagging on here too is, you know, I'm not saying that's wasted energy in the sense of like, if, if that's how you feel and that's part of the processing of you and God working things out and communicating, do that. Um, but that question's already been answered. Mm-hmm. Like God is not disappointed. God no. is not like, how dare you? God is, we're already so far past that, like in the sense of like God's with, right? And God loves. And so the, the quicker we get to that place of, um, which is what's so funny is they're like, hey, we're hungry. Can we have some food? This is mana from heaven, right? Is this no? This is water from the rock. This is the water so from the so rock. They're thirsty now. Like the title. Mana, mana was like, last week, and we skipped that message. We skipped mana. Yeah, see, like <laughs> you're worried about this week coming up. I'm worried about last week. Anyway, so water. So they need water because yeah. you know without water you die, and in a desert you need water probably a little bit faster than I need water. But, um, and so they get to this place where like they're like, "Hey God, you have water. Can we have some, please?" Well, no, the crisis really causes them to doubt the presence of God. You know, we're, we're right. in a crisis. God, where have you been? Um, and so it leads them, and, and that's kind of a thread where, where, you know, that's throughout Exodus. You know, we're in, this ne- we're in this new crisis, God. Where are you? Are you still with us? I mean, welcome to humanity, uh, yeah, like yeah. 101. Like, yeah. it's like, hey, God, uh, it's bad down here. Like, it's bad around here. What's going on? And God's like, I didn't leave, you know. <laughs> Um, but no, in, in, I mean, cause I'm the, this is how I am. I'm always like, well, they don't understand. Like leave them alone. Like don't knock on them. But like they're, I, I still I, don't understand. But, and it's a real, and it's <laughs> a real need, right? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't function well when I'm thirsty or hungry. Like I just, you know, I'm, what, what I'm, are the Snickers commercials? Yeah. Hangry. Yeah. Like yeah, the, you're, you're not you when you're, when you're, uh, yeah. You're not you're not yeah. you when you're when hungry. You're hungry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so <laughs> now you White, got a bunch of the, people. <laughs> the Betty White and the the yeah. football. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. So so in that right. So so they are. So this so the the account or the story right kind of depicts them as like whining and and 
meh and like ungrateful and like whatever. And like we're I think we're kind of in cahoots in this in the sense of like, well, yeah, like they're thirsty and they're tired and it's freaking hot. And like I would be, too. Like, I'm not trying to dunk on them. I, I think it's meant sometimes these literary devices, right, are meant to really point us towards. um it's not to make us feel dumb or bad or like we have terrible faith. I think sometimes I read into these things in the sense of, uh, Oh, I, I need to refocus, right? Like I'm thirsty and I need some water. What about these places in my life where like God did something miraculous that I can't even comprehend and, or like explain to someone else and I'm worried about like, I'm a little thirsty. You know, I'm like, oh, perspective. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Well, and, and you know, so God in the story provided through a miracle. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if God provided for you by, you know, a neighbor paying for a prescription that you needed? Right. You know, or, or something that's totally explainable mm-hmm. uh, and not kind of, quote, miraculous at all but it's still god kind of working to provide for you right um and then we just don't realize or say or or attribute that to god's work um somehow it's um you know explained in some other way yeah yeah um so so we've talked a little bit about you know god doing cool stuff and that we can't make it happen again and that you know uh God is always with us, has not left. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, so you mentioned Horeb and you mentioned the place. Mm-hmm. So something I think for me uh, and, and people that I've talked to and kind of relate to, right, is, you know, we're talking about exp- we're talking about things we remember, right, or a miracle or a place or an encounter or an experience. Um, I think as people, right, um, we, we kind of gravitate towards, like, places, experiences, people, uh, where we've had encounters with God. Um, and we naturally, I think, or parts of us, I think, kind of gravitate towards those things. And I think that there's a really positive thing that can happen there. Um, so you mentioned it with with Moses. Like, I can't imagine when they're get, going up there that Moses is like, doesn't tell them where they're going. You know, I, I don't I don't think he waits till the end where he's like, oh, this is where I talk to God. I, I Part of me thinks that, like, they kind of knew. And he had shared that. And so one of the things that's really neat for me is to imagine all of these people walking towards where they think God is going to be. And I think that's really cool. Uh, Another thing that I think is really interesting about that is like when I look for God that way, I always find God. Maybe not in like a, like, you know, stick, but like, like, you know, but but in an encounter or in something somebody says to me or like a song will come on the radio or like I'll be listening to something and be like, mm, yeah, I know where that came from. Or my son will say something to me. Like there'll be something that happens where I'm that like intentionally and intensely mm-hmm. focused mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh yeah, you didn't leave. Well, okay. You're right here. Cool. Um, but, but the, the human experience right around, uh, physical markers, physical spaces, spiritual spaces, remembering, um, are all kind of part of our faith journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about the real positives of being in like 
those kinds of spaces and those types of community? Or what are the things that like you would say are, are uh, I want to say like have to be a part of those, but like what are some things that you think that people could, if they're watching or listening to this, could be looking for to, to I guess, inform or help them understand those things? If any of that made sense. <laughs> well, you're talking about the importance of place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way our brains are 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 kind of created and made, put together, you, you know, every I've I've moved a bunch mm-hmm. um, throughout yeah. my throughout my lifetime. Um, I lived in College Station for a while, went to school there. Um, last time, you know, my daughter was looking into going to to College Station to school, and so we did the trip to to check it out, and she did the you know the the programs there for. For, for potential students. But while we were there, uh, you know, I wanted to drive by the house that Christy and I lived in when when we were living there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being there brought back all of these memories. You know, we, mm. we just, we were out on the street. We didn't go in, none of that. Right, right. But I remembered uh, so many things just by being present there. And I remember uh, I had all those memories come back. Um, so it's, it's that kind of... Uh, being in that place once again helped me to remember uh, all kind of fond memories yeah. uh, of the place mm. uh, uh, of, you know, it was the, the house where, uh, uh, you know, Christy and I were living in right after we got married. It was, you know, also all of that kind of uh, stuff. I remembered, um, you know, all the projects I remembered, um, you know, painting the house. I remembered, um, you know, bringing our, our daughter home, um, for the first time from the hospital, I remembered it just so many, so many things. Um, so there's something about a place mm. that can uh, that can hold um, hold those memories and mm. kind of hold those blessings, right? That were there, um, and so I, I see that happening in this story is that being in that place meant something for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and could serve as a reminder to them, and I think that you know can happen for us too, remembering how God worked in in this place or in this time or through this thing. Right. Um, so it it's you know our brains are wired in such a way that just being there brings back those memories uh, and and kind of jolts you in a different way. Right. Yeah. No, it's really great. I think that's really insightful too. And um, so part of the faith journey right, is remembering. It's it's remembering, you know, persons, what is it, persons, places, things? Nouns. Like, like all, all the things, right? Like, and so, but but that's part of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this story, for example, mm-hmm. has all of them. Mm-hmm. It's got a place. Yeah. It's got a thing, the stick. It's got, it's got people. It's yeah, got yeah. God. It's yeah. got, you know, uh, uh, in, in a place that Moses is yeah. familiar with, mm-hmm. right? And so I, you, you know, on Sunday I talked about the buildings here at the church, mm. um, you know, and all of the, uh, you know, the history and kind of things and the people who were here, you know, when this building was built or when this uh, right. project was done or whatever, um, perhaps just being in this place uh, can 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 pull back those memories of how God worked in each of those projects and each of those times. Right. You know, so that gives the place kind of a rich... Uh, heritage in itself mm-hmm. and be a, can be a tool for remembering how God has worked uh, for the people here. Right. Um, 
what that and and honestly, you know, as we move into kind of a virtual world and everything's online, that that get that kind of stuff gets lost, mm-hmm. or or has different meanings. So the we have to kind of think about those kind of things in a new way. But um, but the 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 buildings can work like that for us, can bring right. us back and hold those memories for us. Yeah, hundred percent. I think um, totally off the rail here. Uh, we had an experience what four months ago. Somebody came into the church. We ministered to that individual, um, because they resonated with like the church, like a building. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, "Oh, that's a church. I should go in there." Uh, and I'm like, right. "Oh," and so this place is not here. That encounter doesn't happen, mm-hmm. right? And so I think um, so. Moving this into the, I guess the 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 final part of the conversation because I'm excited about this too. So we've talked a little bit at length, right? And and really, uh, I, I, multiple different ways, right? Of like the um, about where God is, who God is, what God's up to, um, and. Uh, familiar places, right? Like in, in experiences we've had and remembering those. And so let's talk a little bit now about, you know, rich history, right? So we talked about this rich history. We talked about all this really cool stuff of like where we've been or where other people have been mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. of this, this shared experience we have, right? Persons, places, things. Uh, and so what's, what's also neat though is like, but God also takes us and moves us to places that we haven't been yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that, because even like I think what's a really interesting part of this part of the scripture is yes, that they're th- that's kind of inferred of like they're some of them are going to a place they've never been before, mm-hmm. and so you're kind of getting both. And you know later and next week and forevermore as we talk on the podcast, we'll talk a lot more about like you know it's also not just where we've been, but it's also where we're going. Um, you know the going to new places. Right, like this church wasn't always here. Mm-hmm. This group of people wasn't always worshiping here. The people who started this community here with God and then like love their community well, um, you know, somebody had to start it. Uh, and so I think that let's let's talk a little bit more about like how we take those past and shared experiences and and the fondness we have, you know, persons, places, things. Uh, and then we take them into new kind of uncharted places. Let's talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, our life is filled with, you know, we're being formed throughout our life, mm. and our faith is being built. And those, you know, those milestones of those places where we've been and the experiences that we have inform our faith. And then we carry them uh, with us, you know, in the in the next place. Those people that started this church, um, they built their faith before they got here, right. Um, so they brought that from from whatever their previous experiences were to here form this church, and so the you know the ripples are kind of kind of still still traveling. Right. Uh, so a new group of people then, because of the faith of others, you know, build their community of faith and build their mm-hmm. lives of faith, and then carry that out, and maybe leave here and go somewhere else. Then right, um, you know, to um, to continue that growth. Uh, that life with God. Um, and so, you know, this formation uh, is tied to this place, but then it's not meant to stay here necessarily. It's meant mm-hmm. to be given away and shared with others and lived out in various ways. Right. 
Yeah, and I want to I want to make a distinction there too. So you know, I I think sometimes there might be some tension around. Uh, I don't want to say dualism, but that's the only word I can use to, like that I know because I didn't go to seminary and I have a limited vocabulary. Anyway, <laughs> but there is like this. This sometimes I think when we, especially in in spiritual context and in, in the topics we're talking about today, of there's like an either or kind of mentality. So you either like are in the place that's good that God has like consecrated and it's great and it's holy and the place over there is bad. So we don't go there or, or sometimes I hear things like, well, the place we, we are, you know, is terrible and bad because it's not where God wants us to be because God is trying to move us forward. Mm -hmm. And if I'm hearing some things, what I'm thinking in is that it's both. Well, the the people in the story are in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. I mean, their their fond memories are for Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And where they were like, slaves. Yeah. Quick time out. <laughs> How upset, like, you know, we hadn't heard from God in four hundred years, and like they we were enslaved to the Egyptians. And like our fond memories of where we could, you know, we could, at least we had food. I'm like, no, like no, it was terrible there. Anyway, so sometimes we have to go through the wilderness. Mm-hmm. To get to the promised land, yeah, you know, so we're we're constantly throughout our lives being, you know, where at wherever we are, we have a history of whatever that is that has informed us into the, you know, and we bring that formation to the current place that we're at, but then we're going to be going somewhere else, right? You know, and uh, where we're at may not be the promised land, but it's where we are. So, and God is with us in that place, regardless of the fact that it's the wilderness mm-hmm. what can we learn how can we continue our relationship with god even though we're in the wilderness how is god caring for us through throughout this wilderness time what are we learning how are we growing because it's in the wilderness when you grow you know that's the time of teaching that's the time of trial that's the time of kind of uh intense growth right uh, that that hopefully we will we will see and 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 recognize right uh in that time so hopefully a part of your formation today, mine too, is that in the times of wilderness, moving into the next place, that there's really clear reminders that um, I'm not in a place that God is not. Right? I think sometimes we get confused, mm-hmm. right? We confuse like the promised land with like, oh, God's here now because it's all good and it's gravy and it's great. And it's like, no, 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 no. God was, God was with us before too. It doesn't make that any less more any less difficult mm-hmm. or it's not hard. Um, but, but we really want to start to think in concepts or think in ways, right. Spiritually, at least if we can around, um, this isn't proof that God is or isn't with us. God is always with us. It's a matter of, okay, is this the Valley or is this the peak? Like, which one is it? Because life, like you're saying, I think too, is, you know, it's full of them, mm-hmm. you know, they're some of them, like, we know they're coming. Some of them we don't. Um, and I think that it's really important that we remember, you know, where we've come from, what we've what we've made it through with God, and then we endure and we build upon that and, and the new ones, um, you know, approach that with, like, a realness and an authentic faith, right, that isn't like, don't, don't downplay it, like, or pretend like, you know, it's fine. I'm like... Nah, man, if the house is on fire, the house is on fire. Like, straight up be like, God, the house is on fire. Like, what's up, right? <laughs> um, but I think it's important to remember, like, don't do not do the thing where 
you know, we're thinking like, we look outside and go, oh no, God isn't here. And then this is my final point. This is what I want to close. I'll close with, and then Dave can give his final thoughts. Uh, something I forgot to ask you is, uh, for me, besides God being with, the other constant of this is that other people are also with. This is another thing that I think is core and and one of the main reasons we do the podcast, right? It's like, I, I don't want to just talk so that my, my voice goes into the ether and like whatever. It's because we're trying to connect with you. We want you to connect with us. Whether you can do that in person or you can do that in our digital way, right? Like, is that the, the journey of faith is meant to be lived out with people who love you and who care about you and that you can also love and care about. So we support each other as we're doing the peaks, right, in the valleys. Um, so it's God and people. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are, for me, are always the constants of, oh, okay. Um, you know, we're not, we weren't created to be alone. Um, so if you can, um, don't, don't do the life alone. Uh, reach out, like, we'll connect with you. Um, but also, like, you know, those are the, the things that are constant for me. It's always God and people together. Mm-hmm. We're always together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Th- one of the helpful things about having communities that we can remind each other uh, mm-hmm. in the highs and the lows that God is, is with us. <laughs> um, and I think that's one of the, one of the functions of community because we, we do tend to kind of get overcome by grief or mourning or just everyday kind of life. And we do tend to kind of forget that God is, is with us. Um, and so one of the functions of community is while somebody is having that kind of crisis moment, maybe somebody else can walk alongside and can be a reminder, um, of God's presence, um, mm. you know, um, and so community just works like that. And then that, that crisis is over, then maybe that person can then be, remind somebody else of the presence of God through their crisis. And so we support one another and we we journey with one another whether or not we're in the wilderness um, or in the promised land uh, that function is still there so community is is part of god's plan i would say for us yeah god's presence is lived out mm-hmm. in our gifts and our graces mm-hmm. for one another right mm-hmm. amen amen so don't go outside hitting things with sticks that's all i got out of this today like, you, this you can a- but just don't expect water to pop out <laughs> so what if water does pop out? Well, praise God. Right? <laughs> or call the city because you Kelly, you already up have up. an office. We can't move you anywhere else. I'm like, dang it. Or, or call the water department because you, you punctured a main. <laughs> that would be what would yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. Pastor Kelly. <laughs> Pastor Dave. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.